this day, let's pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to bring peace upon the earth. I have come to bring not peace, but the sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And one's enemies will be those of his household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever receives a righteous man because he is righteous will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because he is a disciple, Amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. When Jesus finished giving these commands to his twelve disciples, he went away from that place to teach and to preach in their towns. The Gospel of the Lord. start of the week. We may surely be a little tired, as we sometimes are on Mondays, but wanting to put our heart again at the service of what God proposes to us, through His Word and the situations that will come up these days. We don't know what will happen, even if we make plans. That's why the best thing is always to be open to the novelty of the Gospel, to the novelties of life. I suggest something to you. Let's continue reflecting on some glimpses from yesterday's Gospel this week. Jesus chose twelve to continue his work. Did you ever think that the Church, what we call the Church today, the Church that some people criticize so much, or even live, and the Church you and I love, despite its mistakes, started like that? It started with Jesus and twelve? Such madness of love. Nothing in this world can generate what the Church generated throughout history and what it generates even today. No community, no ideology, no fanaticism can do what the Church did and does. And what I'm telling you isn't an absurd praise from a priest who loves the Church, but it's a reality. It's a fact. Beyond faith, whether or not others believe that the Church is both a divine and a human institution, objectively, the Catholic Church is the institution that does the most good to humanity for its countless works of good, which are scattered around the world. Did you ever think that the Church arose from twelve chosen by Jesus? Only Jesus can transform the world throughout history, starting with twelve. Today's glimpse of the Gospel is something that can be readily understood in the course of a lifetime. 
It seems a bit shocking or too demanding. It's scary, but it's like that. At first sight, listening to it very superficially, it seems incomprehensible. But we know that not everything can be understood overnight. We don't get to understand it all by understanding a little. We shouldn't be anxious with the word of God. The virtue of patience with the things of God is essential. It's the mother of all good things. Patience attains everything. Patience helps us to reach love, peace, God himself. Therefore, don't try to understand the Gospels of each day in a single day, but in the course of your life. That's why today's Gospel can be understood by remembering that Jesus is everything, and that's why he asks for everything, not on a whim, not because he wants everything for himself, but for our welfare, for our happiness. Jesus sows love and wants to harvest love, not selfishness. He thinks of everyone's welfare, not only of yours and mine. He wants happiness for all humanity, and that's why he calls for something that seems strange. He commands us that love for him be above all, even if it leads to inner and outer divisions. Only by loving Jesus first and foremost will we be able to love our families fully and be genuinely happy. Otherwise, our different loves will compete with one another, while the love of Jesus empowers all of them. This can only be understood by those who feel like disciples, who follow him seriously. That's why today Jesus speaks to his closest disciples. This isn't for just anyone. It's for those who have discovered him as the love of their lives. Only a woman or a man in love with Jesus, only one who's been touched by his grace, can say with total naturalness and without scruples, I love Jesus more than my father, than my mother, than my children, and that makes me happier. And our loving Jesus more doesn't mean that we love our family any less, but that we love them better as he wants. Only one who's seriously in loving is capable of not caring about the criticism of others or even being left aside by a relative for loving Jesus with all their heart. Don't be afraid if you can't say such words. Don't worry if you still don't love Jesus more than your loved ones. Faith and love for Jesus is a long but beautiful road. There's still a long way to go. We still have a long way to go. We must be patient with ourselves. Let's not forget that the seeds sown by Jesus will one day bear fruit, if we are constant. If you already love Jesus more than the rest, don't get impatient or angry with those who don't understand you or don't love him. You have received the grace. Others still have to discover it, and they will receive it. It's just a matter of time. If you still don't love him more than the rest, pray for it. Pray for it as a grace. For he should ask God, and it will be given to him. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever. <laughs>